Hey, Derek. Hey, Troy. Hot damn, man. It's sunny. Freezing. It is. For Florida, it is cold. It is Sunday afternoon. I'm in a long sleeve shirt and jacket. I have coffee, which I don't even really like coffee. But guess what? You got a fire stoked inside the house. Can't see me. I'm in sweatpants. <laughs> it's cold. But guess what? We had a Supercross in San Diego. And this is episode 40 of the Beyond the Curve, the MX podcast, where we actually had a race and not a survival contest. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun. Still got a mutter. Um, anticipated mutter, but I, I don't even know if you can call it a mutter if you're calling last weekend a mutter because it was it was actually raceable. It was fun. I think some of the guys had fun. Whole lot of drama. If we go to if we go to the road racing side of things, this was a drying track condition. If you were on the main line, if you've ever watched a road course race, there'll be a line that's completely dry. And if they stay on that line, it's all good. If they exit off that line, it gets a little squirrely. Mm -hmm. This is where we've always made fun of these supercross guys for they ride the same six inches on these practice tracks day after day after day. This is that time where that paid off. Yeah, you could see towards the end of the night the, the ruts were dried out down in the rut. Yeah. I mean, it worked out. Um, it It's cool to see. This is what we would call a mudder. Um, compared to last weekend, yeah. it was a total washout. But it's nice to see the mud. Um, a lot of guys came out of nowhere. A whole different stack of top fives this week. Um, it's going to be interesting. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. 250 Heat 1. I think the track started a little muddy, and it was like, ooh, I don't know what this is going to do. Like, But, uh, heck, they were going for the triples. Yeah. <laughs> going for is the yeah. key word. Yeah. Uh, going for and, you know, actually making it happen are two different things. But it was uh, a whirlwind. started right there. Is it Shimoda was in heat one? Yes. <clears throat> what a nightmare for him all. Yeah, the last two, he's not a mud guy. No, which I just, I can't, I cannot fathom that he is not a mud guy, but somehow Ryder D is. I can't figure this out. Yeah, we touched on, on Joe last week, and um, there there is not a speck of me that believes that he can even ride the mud. But thank goodness for the, I mean, we're jumping ahead, but thank goodness for the RJ experience. He ended up getting an okay finish because of the RJ experience. Yeah. So, but uh, he won. I was like, ooh, I don't know how this is going to be because it was just kind of sloppy. Guys were doing the dart left, dart right thing. <clears throat> and they made it through. They made it through. Yeah, I honestly, I think uh, <clears throat> 250 Heat 1 was probably the worst the worst of the track. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty sloppy yet. Um, nothing was warped in. Um, I know they, they cleaned the track up a little bit after qualifying, after they canceled the second qualifying section or sec session. Um so that was probably the worst yeah. that was going to be all night. Um, I gave I gave Shimoda a little bit of lenience because of that. Yeah. Um, it didn't work in my favor to give him any kind of credibility, but um, it, it was a mess. But you know, once it got worked in, it was the track was actually pretty pretty decent for the conditions they were dealt. As the heat races went along, and we got into the last chance, I kind of was like, this is actually not bad. But that first heat race, it was probably, like you said, the worst the track was going to be, and it was just a survival, and whoever was in that first race, you know, it, there weren't, besides, there weren't really a lot of surprises in the first heat. 
No, I don't think so. Um, I, not to keep going back to Shimoda, but like I, I figured this week he'd come in, so, and get a little bit of redemption. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you blow out a clutch, you can't show your true potential. Okay, timeout. Let's stop right there. Yeah. They brought that up, dude. How did he, how did he burn out his clutch that fast? I, I like Team HRC, but there's got to be a mechanical error there. There's no way. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't care who you are. My, Eli Tomac has burned out clutch. Exactly. My thing is you change the clutch after the heat in at San Francisco, and then you go out and. Was one lap? Yeah. If he didn't finish the first lap, no. did he? So you make it half a lap, three quarters of a lap, and you and you smoke a clutch. Nine chances out of ten, either you got a faulty clutch or your mechanic made an error. Yeah. Um, or please tell me that was just the excuse they gave us. I would because hope. there's no way. Like I don't care who you are. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, mechanics are going to make errors. It's we're humans. Yeah. Um, I do it. I, I wrench on a lot of bikes, so. It happens, but that's a very critical error that he made. I mean, and 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 it's so weird because HRC as a unit last year with Sexton and uh, Jet and Hunter, they were like start gods. Yeah, and now they can't get out of the gate. No, uh, Shimoda almost fell at the start, like coming out of the gate. And, and Jet, I don't know if just so I noticed not to jump into four fifties or anything, but um, the wheel spin that that bike had coming off the yeah. line, there's just too much power. I mean, yeah, even Ricky said, was he in first gear? Because that that aggressive yeah. of wheel spin. But these bikes are gnarly. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this over and over again. Is how I don't know how anybody was getting grip out there because these bikes are ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and then but just those starting grids show it when yeah. they a little bit of even just dampness to them and they're i thought shimoda was gonna high side coming out of the gate yeah i mean it, it was like what are we doing here but now first first my only notes from the first heat because i'm really not focusing because the 250 side is such a jumble at this there's a bad word you can say with the jumble and that's kind of what the 250 class is for me right now yeah but you know there's some good racing. There are guys going everywhere, front, back, the middle. I don't know who's actually supposed to be the dominating rider because there's no champion in it. No, I mean we had we had expectations uh, for RJ to come in there, yeah. you know, being the the senior rider. Yeah. Um, Jordan Smith too, but um, they they showed their stat pack basically. Yeah. It is crazy how similar they are. Yeah, those two. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's wild. It's but, also um, crazy, and I'm not. I don't care. Get paid. Do what you can. I mean, there's guys in the NASCAR Xfinity Series that are lifers that have never made it to the top of, of NASCAR itself. But it's crazy to me that both of them are 10 years in to the 250 class. Yeah, and still on 250. Yeah, that's nuts to me. Um, that's Kids, family. Ch- chasing, chasing that championship yeah, still. I, I, and, and I'm not one of those to say, oh, dude, they got to get You got to make money. They're making they're making a living. They're they're yeah. they're I on mean, a good program. At this point, they're they're comfortable on a two hundred and fifty. So yeah. yeah, why change it up now? But let's jump into heat two because that is where we get that championship battle heat race. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have the full RJ experience. 
He was up. He was down. He was sideways. He was off the track. He was on the track. He was backwards at one point. Man, that, that guy's all over the place. <laughs> and he he's one that Florida, summertime, we get pounded with rain. I expect him to be able to ride the mud. Yeah, but it's different. That that He would have to go to Georgia for that because it looked that the way that mud was tacking up, it looked a little more Georgia-esque than Florida mud. It was mud-esque. slick. Yeah. Um, definitely. Ohio-esque type yeah, thing. It's definitely a slick track. Yeah. Um, but I know born and raised boy, Dade City boy, he, Dade City gets slick. Um, you know, the track's changed over the years, but it's a slick track when it's wet. So, but either way, like, I don't know what's going on with him. If he's just getting inside of his own head at this point, because he is everywhere. So I had him, I mean, I felt like the second heat was a little more, I don't even know if star-studded, because I don't know who the stars are yet, but Ryder D. Who knew Ryder D was a mud rider? Bakersfield, California, he is like running in the top four in the heat race. And then on top of that, March Banks, with his mud training, two weeks in a row he's done mud training, and he's just flying out there. Yeah, one we missed is uh, Mitchell Oldenburg. Mm-hmm. You know what? A, oh, the first heat, yeah, yeah, and, and heat one. That's going back to that. He, what a start for him, and then obviously the red flag, and he went down. Do you think that would have happened with the red flag, or without the red flag? I I can't tell if he was trying to slow, <laughs> slow down and screwed himself <laughs> up, or I don't know, or he lost it anyway. I don't so know. It looked like he was hitting that section, but it also looked like he was trying to slow yeah. down. So I couldn't wrap my head around. What actually happened? And I hope all the riders that were involved in that are okay. As an older gentleman, I feel bad for Billy Leninovich because he was landed on. And, oh yeah. And I think he, I think he's okay. But dude, you're 40 years old. It doesn't feel good to get hit. I mean, I don't want you to run over me with your Stasic, so I can only imagine yeah. what it's like going <laughs> off the finish line and getting landed on. Yeah, it, that was probably one of the worst wrecks of the night. Yeah, um, it's a pretty rough one. But let's say go back to Mitchell, and uh, it was a good ride for him. I, I was glad to see it. Uh, I think that um, he's been slowly progressing. Yeah, and, and um, I mean we're only three three deep, but and if he's not racing, he's doing fencing. I mean, yeah. So I'm sure he would like to have some success. And with MCR, they had a pretty solid look this weekend. Uh, it felt a little bit like the one eight hundred collect days from Honda. <laughs> You know that was the kind of yeah. look they did with Canvas uh, and uh, props to props to the teams that did the retro stuff. It's a little disappointing that the Austrian brands did nothing, but you know, congrats to at one point in the 450 main, no 450 main, there were five white bikes in the top five from three different brands. Yeah, <laughs> so it was kind of interesting. <clears throat> like some of them really did the retro stuff, but MCR. As much crap as you get for usually one of your riders, you looked pretty good this weekend. So, um, yeah, um, <clears throat> Garrett Marchbanks put on a, a heck of a night. It's, it's that much. I guess it's that much training. He's doing the old Tiger Woods philosophy. Tiger Woods did a commercial way back when American Express. He was out training in the rain. He's like, I'm out here doing this because no one else is. Yeah, and that's um, there's been a, a lot of videos floating around. Uh, so, I know they. I think they mentioned it on the broadcast a little yeah. bit, but um, for people that don't know, it's Star Yamaha. All the guys are sitting inside. Garrett Marchbanks. There's a video of him out there just pounding down laps in the rain. That club, yeah, and yes. or a club. Sorry. Um, so 
obviously it's working. Yeah. Um, he went out there and he, he even showed the the technique that you have to have to ride the mud, and it it paid off. I mean, I think he looked the best all night long. He 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 won easily with not a lot of stress in the heat race. Yeah, yeah, and he his body position, the bike, everything was loose. Um, you know, he he kept his back nice and straight, which you have to do in the mud. You know, you see you'll get guys arching, yeah, and then trusting the front end too much, and he didn't do that, and. Like I said, I, he was by far the best-looking rider out there, and it, it showed because yeah. he went through that mode with authority. So he made it through 250 heats. You know, nothing. Marchbanks looked good. Poor Oldenburg in the first one kind of got, I don't know where he would have finished, but, you know, he gets huckabucked himself. And, you know, as, as, as Ricky said, <laughs> a true unforced error. Like, that's just an unforced error. Yeah. And so we make it through. Track's starting to get broken in a little bit more. Then we go to 450 Heat 1. And I was like, all right, Jet's back. Because they come around the corners, and all of a sudden, Eli's bopping through the whoops. Kate Clayson is trying to walk through the whoops. And here goes Jet just, hey, guys, watch this. Oh, my God. Barreling up the right side. And that was that was authority. Yeah. Like, I... He went out and made a statement because I, I seen that and my eyes got big. Yeah. And like that was probably one of the best passes and the best riding I have seen from anybody. I mean how you got Tomac bobbling. Yeah. Um and I think Tomac was bobbling because he was stuck with Kate. I mean there's guys everywhere. Yeah. But but for Jet to just veer off to the right and yeah. just hammer down in mid, mid whoop section. Yeah. It was that was wild. And then as good as he looked he took off and boy he takes some weird because he's trying to hang on that his arm goes through some amazing rotations and yeah he must do some serious training exercises because he he won't let go of that clutch no he is stretching as my wife says flexibility is important i'm like that's beyond flexibility that's like the joint spun around in a yeah, circle contortion yeah yeah that he's, yeah. he's got to do like contortionist training yeah there's like some Sumatra. Because yeah, you can watch his body do a barrel roll, full 360, and his arm's still in the same position. Never yes. move. Yes. yes, but but damn it, Jet. Like you are Feld has a lot riding on you. You gotta you gotta win these things. Yeah. <laughs> but I I think um if we get we'll get a dry race next week, I hope. I'm, I'm I don't act- know. We're right in the middle no, of it too. I'm actually ready for a dry race again. I think everybody is. But I I, I think the I mean, we'll, we'll get deeper into some other drama here in a little bit, but I think uh, Jet's probably over the mud at this point and ready for a dry race, and I, I think you'll probably see him come back swinging also in the dry in, conditions. Also in Heat 1, we had a sighting of Malcolm on a positive. Yes, yes, he was... That boy was on rail. Like, he, I, I thought he was... He caught Plessinger. Yeah, I thought he was going to take it, too. And then he lost Plessinger, and then he caught him again. Yep. And I was like, I looked at my wife, and I'm like, Michelle, I think he, I think, oh, it's two seconds again. Oh, it's point .6. I'm like, I can't even. I think he was the fastest. He, I don't think. I know. He was definitely the fastest on the track. Yeah. Because the, you know, the, the, the slacking off and then catching back up like that in split seconds. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it wasn't timing and scoring because you could yeah, you, you could, could visually see, yeah. see the gap. So that at first I thought it was timing and scoring error. I'm yeah. like, so where is he? And then you would actually see the gap, and then he'd pull it right back up, which yeah. 
for Malcolm's kind of strange. But I, I, I was happy. He has not had a good season, and we will dive further into him a little later, but he has not had a great start to this season. No. Actually, someone posted, I think it's just time for Husqvarna to pull their whole 450 team. Because <laughs> it's, just, it's not going well for, for Husqvarna. But, but, you know, that being said, they're both really good riders. It's just, it is what it is, especially these past couple of weeks. But congratulations, Malcolm had a, there was something to build on there. Yeah. Um, I also had a note. What about B- Beta? 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 I don't know sure how, how you're supposed to say it. The new Italian brand? Beta USA. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, like I said last week, I expected those bikes to do well in the mud. That's kind of what they're built for in a way. You know, the off road stuff, muddy, rough terrain. Yeah. Um, this week, I think they showed. Uh, yeah. So. Benny was running as high as yeah. third at some point. And Benny is a, a veteran of the sport. Um, he's got a lot of, lot of experience under his belt in all conditions, you know, um, all aspects of racing. And I know the bike is a, a building block, but uh, it, I think it performed yeah. really well. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a start for them. Like we said, and we're not digging, they're not starting with the A level riders on their team. Yeah. Do you see, um, not... Totally not Supercross related, but uh, Ducati made their entrance in the Italian. Oh, really? Um, race field, yeah. Caroli, I can't, the Caroli race. Uh, I can't remember who raced it, and I can't remember the name of that series over there off the top of my head. Yeah, they all have their national series. Yeah, yeah. but they uh, this weekend they made their their debut in in Italy. So did they show the bike or do they hide it? Uh, it? They just made the announcement that they were racing it, ah. and then um, I'm hoping to go. I'm hoping to see it. Perform okay. so I'm gonna look into that either tonight or this week and see how it performed. But I'm anxious to see that bike too. So did you have anything else for Heat One in the 450s? Because I thought the track started coming in. The riders, there were still mistakes. There's still riders going every place, and we had was it was Heat One where San Cirillo did he was that? Heat I don't one? remember the Heat. Uh, so I can't remember who was in which Heat. Yeah. Obviously, we rode all day, and then we come home and we watch the race. But um, that. That was a pretty, a pretty good one. Yeah. But um, yeah, Heat won the 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 track started forming. They got the main line in. Um, the issues arose when mainly passes. So, um, you get outside of that main line, and that's when everything got squirrely. But uh, it it really started to form. Four fifty Heat won. Right. But hey, we're getting there. We're getting through the heats and track shaping up. And they kept talking about how they really didn't think there was going to be more rain, and that by the time they could groom the track after the last chance and stuff, it was going to be, was going to be good. So then yep. we go to four fifty heat two. Hunter and Chase, could they have gotten worse starts when they when they went back to look at the <clears throat> that the was terrible. Stuff, <laughs> they're both at the back of the pack with no incidents. Well, Hunter kind of didn't Hunter fall. Or turn sideways or something, and the chase didn't though. No, chase was just chase back literally there. just started that bad, yeah. and the the big hype this week was the the jump that he got last week in the main. Yeah, and he even said like, "We're you know we might get a few more of them, but it's not on purpose." Yeah. Um. But that that was a it's total opposite. Yeah, it was it was it was not. I don't know where Hunter's going to... I think Hunter's going to be fine. I think it's going to take him a little while just because he's a thinker. I think he's more of a actual thinker than his brother. I think his brother is just so smooth and disciplined with his freedom. And Hunter's yeah. more of a contemplator. So I think it's going to take him a while. But, I mean, his main was fine. 
But uh, yeah, he and Chase, especially in a heat race, I don't expect them dead last. I mean, literally dead last. Yeah, I mean, they made it up through. They made it in. Um, they they put the work in, but boy, did they create work for themselves. Yeah. Especially in a track like that, like you you got to get out front. Yeah, and I had a Prado in the heat race, still plodding along. Like he's Prado is plodding, and he's making it into the main. Yeah, I think next year we're going to see him a full Supercross season. Well, you know he's coming back for one more. He's not leaving. I've heard that he's going to do Anaheim too. Is he? He's going to do Anaheim too. I didn't hear that. I I just heard he was doing another one. I didn't hear. I didn't read, I guess, which one. Yeah, um, I think he's staying for Anaheim, too. I assumed it was later on in the... In During the, a break, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so I had him, and he's still plodding along in the heats, and I think every every bit of minute, every minute he gets on the track, he's just going to get more and more comfortable. Yeah. Um, it is a little bit astonishing, and maybe it's because the timing has to be so perfect. I really anticipated with bad weather that he might be a little further up. Mm -hmm. But maybe this track was... It was technical enough that they were still jumping stuff, and that's where that... You know what? I'm not quite sure how that yeah, goes. Yeah, and they, they were pretty skittish about jumping, though. Yeah. Um, Levi Kitchen wasn't. No. That boy... I, that's one thing I didn't bring up. He will jump anything in the mud. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the few that was that would... He went out there lap one. It's like he didn't even look at the track, and he still hitting the stuff. He hucked the triple... Uh, hip hump the handlebars going over the finish line. Yeah. And it's like, all right then, dude, you go. Yeah. And he really likes that new Monster Energy, Monster Energy Kawasaki. Yeah, he's, he's doing well on it. But... He's like, I'm just doing laps at my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, but, but Prado, <laughs> um, I, I just don't, I don't think he's got the amazing rider, but I don't think he's got the rhythm down enough, yeah. comfortably enough to, to go out there and actually hit rhythms in the mud. Because it's um, funny, they're talking about Prado because he's this world champion. Lest we forget, there's this dude from France that races French Supercross that has plopped himself in the 250 class and has two top tens in a row. Yep. Borden. Yep. And uh, Bordon, whatever, however you say it. But, like, like this guy's coming in, and I know it's the 250 class, but he's just popping right in and like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. so this is how you do this. And they're not making a huge deal about him at all. No. I mean, like you said, you know, Prado's world champ, but a lot of the guys are. Yeah. You know, he's not the only one. Roxon's out there, yeah. world champion. But And then uh Christian is much slack as we talked about the people saying that Husqvarna Christian was up in the top three. I think he ended up finishing fifth in the heat, but what a good like he was up there in the mm -hmm. heat. And it's like, oh thank God these guys like they haven't forgotten. But it, it seems like the mains is the main yeah. is where they're having the struggles. Yes, yes. And uh, who else did I have? And what a... The the silent assassin, just the man's racer. Cooper, Cooper Webb, man. He just, at the end of that heat race, he went from like fourth to second. And boom. Instantly, yeah. yeah. Now, he'll find any tiny little hole yeah. and put himself in it. As derogatory as that sounds... He will. He'll put himself right in there, and it comes out of nowhere. Like you said, the silent assassin. That's exactly what he is, because the the brain work that goes in. I, I'd love to be in his brain for a minute. I don't know. Would you? Yeah, I, well, <laughs> just all right. Not a whole minute. Yeah. <laughs> Give me fifteen seconds when he's making a pass like that, because it it literally comes out of nowhere, and he comes up with the craziest things. Yeah. And it works. 
And I think it's amazing. You're starting to see him go back to those inside lines and cut down a little further, a little further. It's yeah. like, oh boy, if you're this comfortable already on a wet track, I cannot wait to see you cut down on some of these dry tracks. Yeah. And uh, let's go back real quick. Sexton, when he and Hunter started in the back, they had a clip of Sexton and like, trying to squeeze through on one of the rhythm sections. There's a dude down, and Sexton just jumps over him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, holy, can you imagine being the guy on the ground like, oh, oh, hey, man, what's <laughs> up? Like, I'll just stay here. And thank God he just doubled him. Like, he just doubled him. And But, I mean, I'm, I'm going to bet that he's seen him based off of that. But yeah. it's the bike skill. Yeah. Um, he seen an opportunity and seized it. Whether that meant jumping over him or not, um, Sexton is incredibly talented. Because I can't be last. I need to get to 15th before we get to the third corner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sexton, Sexton had a lot of issues last year, but the guy is extremely talented. No matter how you want to look at it, um, he's very fluent on the bike. He's got the ability to do things like that. You know, yeah. and the Jets, one of the other guys, they ride very similar. I've said this many, many times. And I, I would only put it on those two that could actually pull something like that off yeah, and, and make it work. Um, it didn't work for either one of them this weekend. No, it didn't. That's <laughs> It didn't work for them at all this weekend. Jet was just... Um, I seen an interview with him throughout the week that it said that he was saying how they should have just canceled San Francisco or, uh, yeah, San Francisco and, you know, it was just a shit show. That was, yeah. was his words and he, he wanted nothing to do with it and they asked if, if, if that played a part in his performance and he's like oh, I guarantee it because I went in not wanting to have any part of it and you gotta you gotta embrace it yeah and then he got a mud race again this week and I, I think he's just ready for a dry one and we'll probably get Jet back yeah I don't know I, yeah yeah we'll talk we'll talk about yeah that. that's coming up yeah so 250 LCQs um I said track is looking better but still had a little slickness to it like, by the time yeah. they got to the LCQs, the track really started taking shape. Yeah, and they got a lot... I mean, the track got a lot more deep ruts at that point. Yeah. Um, the LCQ... The LCQ was kind of... The 250 LCQ was... It was... There were some intense times in it, but it wasn't... Yeah, Varese, Varese had a, a jet moment. He he literally was, like, first and then went to third. Then all of a sudden, he just went... Hey, you two, uh, excuse me, I'm going up the right side over here, and I'm going to make yeah, a quick pass. Yeah, a lot of shuffling. And then he just was gone. He was on a complete... In that LCQ, if you had a bingo card, I don't think Varese was on the different level that he showed he was on. Like, yeah. he was on a different level. He was on Adam Ciancerello's level in the LCQ. Like, yeah. There were guys that I felt sh should be able to compete with him that he just checked out on him. So I had that in my notes. Um I also had, and I'll let, because I'm, I'm not good. But I said, Varese was on a different level. Also, ridiculous how careful Varese was going through the whoops on the last two laps. I don't know how he could go that slow. He was literally roll like It was, but he... It, it was like a slow race. Management, man. Like, oh. guaranteed in. And no one gained on him. No. It, it just smooth and consistent. I mean... <laughs> It was so. I was like, man, the balance. It was. I, I don't know how you could go that slow and balance because yeah, not fall over. He, he was literally rolling. Like speed, he was going through a, a shopping center, 
with the speed bumps, it's like, ah, I'm just no, not going to. It was a beginner PW race. Yeah. Is what it was. I mean. It was so I mean, we, we said that, I'm like, man, that case. But he managed it. He made it happen. Um, it's still dominated. I, it's, I think he, he put all his energy into getting where he was and yeah. then just managed it out. But no, I'm, I'm not making fun, but it was just like visually, if if someone who had never seen a race turned that on, they'd be like, God, man. I could do this. <laughs> They're really going slow. Why is he going so slow? Because it just looked, it was visually like, this is not good. This is not a good look. No. But, but it, it's management. Yeah, it worked. I mean. It was management. And no, like you said, nobody caught up to him. No. I figure like, oh my God, he's just, it's good. They're going to close it down. Yeah. And, and no, he maintained that gap the whole whole yeah. thing. And so whatever he's seen and doing that was Now there was brilliant. something on Twitter, and I don't know which writer it was, but someone posted on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. During the LCQ, I don't understand how you can be in a position to qualify and you can't even last two laps with your physical conditioning. I don't know who that was directed at. I don't know what that, if it was just a general comment. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it is kind of amazing. I've heard from past privateers that they they train for six minutes. Like that, their goal is they need the six minutes of speed because they need to make it into the main. Yeah. So they don't train to have 20 minute, 15, 17 minute stamina. They train for six minutes. Yeah. But I don't understand. If you're a professional, you are a professional racer. Shouldn't that, that's the one thing, even Jason Thomas will tell you, that's the one thing you can control. Yeah. Most definitely. So I don't know who that was directed at. I'm not going to, I don't care, but it was just weird that it was, I think it was a professional writer who said, said it mm -hmm. like, dude, you, you're, you're in second place. You can't last for, you can't even make it two laps. Yeah. And it's usually the professional writers that get on there and say those yeah. sorts of things. And usually they're directed towards somebody. Yeah. And so. I, I just, it, there was no person that it was directed yeah. to, but it's one of those things that so, somebody knew who it was directed yeah. to if they seen it. So I don't care if you're a professional or an amateur. The one thing that you, you can be the slowest writer in the world, but if you are not physically fit, that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. So, and I just can't imagine driving around the country like in two weeks time, our rider's going to be riding. I cannot imagine that he would drive all the way to Detroit with a chance to make it into the night show and not know that he can ride 10 minutes to try to get the best qualifying lap he can get in. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, hate to, I hated to say it, but, like, Slade Varola, and yeah. he had, had a bike issue. Um, it does suck for some of those guys where they got the bike issue fixed, ready for qualifying yeah. too, and then... But, yeah, I, I don't understand not being prepared so and they were saying that in race day live like these guys surely are going to be smart enough to go out there and put the best lap time in that they can because they might not get another yeah. one the rain was coming down and you know some of the guys didn't they were yeah. just slacking off and yeah you and know it didn't work out it's bad luck it's expensive but dude that's the one thing you can fix is your physical conditioning yeah so so, 250 LCQ, Breeze kind of rode away with it. 450 LCQ. I, I mean, I guess fashion's important. I had the note, bikes are looking cleaner. The bikes, the bikes weren't getting as dirty during the race. No, no, it was, 
The track shaped up pretty well at that point. No more rain. Yeah. Um, it did well. It sucked seeing uh, seeing Cirillo in there. Yeah, but he did. But he did he, exactly what he was supposed to. Yeah, he went out and did it clean. I mean, he did have quite the get off. Yeah. You know, in the heats. So. Yeah, was that? So I heard we didn't see it. I heard that was a a Barsha Barsha and him. Barsha was involved, but I heard Barsha was the reason for it. I don't know. I, um, I, I don't know. I seen the replay of the wreck. I didn't see how it happened, yeah. so I can't. Yeah. And Barsha right. was jovial this weekend. He was happy as could be. He's yeah, feeling better. Yeah. Um, I I didn't you know fantasy wise I didn't pick him to win or anything like that. Um, but that was that was on me because I he performed like Barsha showed in the mud. Yeah. I just. The way it's been, I didn't really expect it. But I, I watched a lot of interviews on him this week, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm ready. Yeah, he was ready. Well, he, he went out and did well. He was feeling froggy, and and I know, I know, last year, in Oakland, he got <laughs> he got seeing Cirillo in a heat race, put him over the berm. Yep. And apparently they, they had another one this weekend. So seeing Cirillo goes to the last chance, and he just did what he's supposed to do. But how about Rod Bell? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, there was a couple of years ago in the outdoors that it was all about him. Yeah. And uh, someone joked, it's the winter of Rod Bell. Because it was <laughs> yeah. the summer of Rod Bell for the outdoors. Yeah. But uh, fantastic. My only other note I had, and you can add to this, apparently the Hill Brothers don't like the mud. No. Performance is terrible. I actually brought that up last night while we were watching them. Like, those guys just, maybe they should just stay home during that. It, 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 it's not... I don't know their deal. I know they're with Tedder and they're kind of doing their, but I don't know. Jo- Justin, Josh, maybe he's, he's more of a free rider now and he's having fun, but Justin is good. Yeah. Josh was also very good too, but Justin is, he's, he's ridden in those conditions before. Yeah. And he's an excellent rider. Yeah. Um, and they're from the Pacific Northwest. He's got the background to prove it. Yeah. He, you know, he's, He's still very successful, very talented. I don't maybe his bike bike is, bike setup yeah. issues. I'm not sure, but um performance was not there. No. And Chiz Chiz is not chizzing. I think Chiz is is starting to embrace his testing role for H E P a little. Yeah. Uh, I know he's had some injuries and some knee stuff. It's like the light at the end of the tunnel and yeah. the retirement cake <laughs> is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know he wants to make it. He's still there, but it's just he's kind of it's not, you know. Yeah, he's just out having fun. Yeah, so so we made it through, track shaping up. It's time to hand out the trophies. Mm-hmm. So we dive into the 250 main, and poor Phil Nicoletti. <laughs> First turn, goes outside, and just eats poop. After almost having his first ever podium, yeah. after in this for decade yeah and then some he's um, been in the 450s just like, just lost it. his podium by one spot he finished out fourth last weekend comes in ready for redemption and nope having a great heat had a great heat race yeah. he, he, looking good i'm like all right goes outside and all of a sudden it's like oops yeah yeah no and then he didn't even finish no no he was it was over and done with i don't know if that was Ir- irritation or well he had climbed back up to 14th i think it was I, I saw he had climbed up to 14th yeah and then i didn't see him anymore and i read that and said, he has gone dns fourth dnf yeah. he just needs to be dq'd and he'll have it all yeah he'll have everything yeah i don't i don't know what actually happened um 
bike issue again or what but yeah it was it was a, a climbing state and then gone yeah so yeah, yeah. but it, it, i feel bad that that was my first note um what i say here dang i can't see hold on <laughs> go ahead it was, a tough, it was a tough break for him yeah but um the 250 was exciting um <laughs> rj doing rj things again yeah. i mean yeah we i i, I I have, I have that. I have something with RJ in the mud. It's like him riding on an ice skating rink. Like, I say walking on an ice skating rink without yeah. skates. Yeah. yeah, it's wild. I had in the 250 main. It was the white bike train. It was the, for a while the top five. There was there was a Husqvarna. There was two Yamahas. There was a Honda, and there Kashimoto was on a white bike too. And then I also had. What about Club MX, man? Like, yeah. you know, Marchbanks, again, I know Star is the Yamaha team, but Yamaha must be pretty pumped. Like, hey, if our guys are having a bad night, we got these other two guys that are kind of making Yeah, we making la- Last week we talked about Nate Thrasher not, not really performing and yeah. um, just not hitting those marks that we thought he would, and here he comes. Yeah, yeah, he... he he did some. He did some great moves. He got up in the lead and managed it. I really thought RJ was gonna kind of okay. I'm here, Jordan Smith, you know, and and then oh, there's Marchbanks. Yeah. And Marchbanks just kept plodding away. I really thought Marchbanks might be able to hold on, but Thrasher was on it. There were yeah. That, there was. I don't think there was stop any stopping him. No. Um, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, if if we look at the performance in the last three races, it's just been off. Yeah, and we'll see the last two races, but um, then he come he comes into San Diego and he's like you said out of nowhere. Um, I, I liked it. I, I really liked the performance. It was something we haven't seen from yeah. him. Well, let me get old man here. Uh, RJ, <laughs> RJ was there. I'm thinking. Just ride it in for third. Take your third. You're good. You know you've got you've got Thrasher who's had a terrible season. You've got Marchbanks who's been okay. Take the third. Cool. And then all of a sudden, RJ, I don't know if he was trying to go for second because he never he, he was doing that dive to the inside off the jump, and he just tucked the front end and went ass over a tea kettle and that was that. And it's not the only time he's done it. No, I mean him. Him in the mud. I don't know if it's bike setup or what, but it's not working. It's yeah. not working. And I, I'm, I'm gonna say for outdoors, I think he's probably gonna get it figured out. He needs to get it figured out for the Supercross season because he, he's the man that everybody picked. Yeah. Well, he, I have in my notes, he went for the dive and dove back to sixth. I mean, he lost a lot of points from second to sixth. It's yeah. A lot of points. And now Jordan, the other <laughs> older gentleman in the class. Is, still has the points lead, and gain and gained points on him, so, uh, you know, and Shimoda was blessed with a fifth because RJ fell down. And, and you notice when uh, Shimoda went down that one time, his bike's just oh. screaming hot. Yeah, uh, so I figure here we go again. Yeah, um, I wasn't. Sure. I, I don't even remember if that was in the main or the the heat, but. I think that was in the heat. Cause he, I, I can't remember, but I thought he was done again. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I, oh, I see, deja vu. Yeah, it was, I, but yeah, he was, I mean, the bike was jet propulsing, propulsion, propulsion, 
It was jet shooting out stuff <laughs> out of the bottom of it. It was like we just call it the jet stream. It was like a uh, it was like a kettle. Yeah, like it was shoot- a hot, yeah, yeah. hot kettle. There and you it go. was like, dude, what is going on? What are you? How, what are you doing? Yeah, I the Honda's not working for him. No, it was. And the funny thing is, is I don't remember him riding the Kawasaki that way. No, and you know, like that that whole team's got to be getting. Kind of irritated with him. I because, bet you it's not jovial. No, because it's just like he doesn't look professional <laughs> in the last two races. He doesn't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it looks like we're at a you know a, a local amateur race in the mud and yeah, it's it's not... wreck after wreck after wreck. But he salvaged the fifth. I mean, yeah, he come out to he come out in the heat and he did a, a lot better. But the or the main, sorry, it's just it's. It's an ugly. It's an ugly process getting there. Yeah, I'm hoping that come come a dry race that maybe he's going to put things back together and I don't know. It's. Well, I think we've talked so much about Shimoda at this point tonight that it, it can't be. I'm wondering if he's kind of like, dude. I cannot wait. I got one more round and I get a break. I can't. I I, I just I got to reset. Like, you know something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go play golf. I'm going to make a rap album. I'm going to do something besides <laughs> ride this bike right now. Yeah, it's um, it's tough to see, though. Uh, you know, he made the switch, and I, I thought he was going to do really well. He did do really well at A1. Um, hopefully, I mean, this week we got Triple Crown, so God knows what's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm still I'm still of the opinion, I don't think the 250s should be participating. I think the Triple Crown should only be for the 450s. Yes and no. It's good. It's good for the fans. I mean, it's a it's yeah. a good fan race. Yeah, but they're making the two fifties equally as important as the four fifties. Now I heard, just I hear these things. I don't. I, I'm not in the media, so I don't know. But I'm hearing there might be some large changes to the two fifty class coming up. Like we may not see the two fifty class look like what we think the two fifty class looks like now. Oh, yeah, I haven't and, heard. That. And I don't know what that is. I've only heard it twice, and I I can't really say but um but yes the triple crowns you can have two good races and a crappy one and still have a good night so for some of these guys that might be a blessing yeah yeah but um quite a 250 race you know congratulations to the the, the podium finishers nate thrasher march banks jordan smith extending his lead yeah. um it's looking to be a good season for him and yamaha's victory ad is gonna look nice with yeah three of them. they oh. got the whole podium I guess the Omaha's are the mud bikes, but congratulations to those guys. Um, the bikes look good too. The retro bikes look good. They did a good job. Yeah, they, it's my only complaint about the retro stuff was how many white bikes there were. <laughs> you know, it just it really made things difficult. I was it's, like, especially if you can't see numbers. Yeah. Um, by the way, the the uh, I think we talked about this. The uh, winning light, the green leader light. I swear to you, I can't tell you how many times I take a quick look and I'm like, who's on the Kawasaki? It looks like. It flashes onto the fender, oh, and yeah. I think it looks like a Makes Kawasaki. It look green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, congratulations, Yamaha Group Blue Crew is really uh, putting it to it so far this year. And then we jump into the 450s. Tracks probably at its best, which is backwards from how it usually is. Tracks at its best, and we're gonna have a showdown. You know, Sexton rode real good. Eli was second. You know, Chase. Uh, uh, Jets trying to get back into it. We're gonna have we're gonna have a showdown. Kenny and guess who comes out first? 
Kenny. Kenny rode well, though. Like, really well, yeah. all day long. I, I didn't really expect anything less from him because he um, he qualified first. He he won his heat, right? Yeah. Yeah. He won his heat. But even, that's why I can't even remember because he, he literally rode so uh, well all night long yeah. that I, I really didn't expect him to be in his normal position. I thought Eli won a heat, and I thought... I can't remember. Oh, no. AP won. Yeah, AP. AP won. Yeah. So, but it was close. Yeah. It was close. But um, he, he rode extremely well. Uh, qualifying, uh, watching him and qualifying, I I knew there was there was going to be a pretty good fighting chance for him um, last night. My notes started like this. Damn, Chase and Malcolm. Like, well, there went one of the things we were hoping to have. Chase goes down. Malcolm goes down. Craig goes down. Tomac goes down, and at one point, I'm looking at the scoreboard, and the scoreboard says, Craig, Tomac, Sexton, Stewart are the bottom four guys. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, that, that's, that sucks. And also, it sucks because I had Craig, Stewart, and Tomac on my Pulp MX fantasy team. Christian is having a rough time. Oh, it's because he put on that damn onesie. That must be what it is. He's, he's having a rough time this year, and I... I I thought he would come out just blazing, you know. Yeah, it, it he was off a of bike so long. Um, his arm injury was gnarly. We we seen him at Dade City quite a few times uh, with his kids racing and in a cast or a sling or something for yeah. months and months and months on end. So it, it's been a it's been a rough comeback for him, and it's it's not really getting no, any better. No, no. It, it, but man, there was just some. There was some good racing. I mean, I thought I thought uh, Roxon looked so good. He looked so smooth, and all of a sudden, he just he ejected on Monday. Like he just yeah, that's what I mean. Like he he looked really good all day. I expected big things out of him, and then yeah, you know we, we we did that little video here where he just disappeared. Yeah, just and then he had to kickstart, and it really they make a big deal out of it, and we stare at him, but it didn't really take him that long to regroup he, his his get back on the bike was really quick yeah and he i mean he had that bike in neutral and started in yeah. seconds yeah it just seems it's, like a long time yeah you're staring at it and you're like oh that sucks that sucks but it's really not that long yeah, but they're just hyping up the the whole kickstart thing for as for as well as sexton did last week and tomac did and all of a sudden guess what we have ferrandis back in the top six and and we have Cooper Webb back in the top six, but Hunt Hunter was in the top ten. But the funny thing is, is Sexton was last. Jet was pretty far back there at one point. And if you look at the end results, they got if there were passing points, they did really good on the passing points because at one point it was Tomac and Sexton together again. And by the way, third main in a row where we've had one of the top guys a lap down. Yeah. And like, well over half the field lapped. Yeah, um, mind blowing. It's crazy. Like we have not had a main this year where a championship style guy hasn't been lapped. Yeah, which is it's wild. We we've said from the beginning that this season was going to be one for the books, and that's something you never see. Well, I mean, we have a leader that nobody ever would have thought would be leading. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into that because he deserves all the recognition we can give him. But um, it, 
it's like I said, it's something you never see a championship guy left that didn't get hurt, didn't go out. Yeah. And just in a normal, not it's not a normal style race, yeah. but um, and they did go down, but that still shouldn't mean they're getting lapped. No, no. Usually, top tier guy like that goes down. They're fully collected and back up and running in yeah. no time. But these the funny, these guys are getting lapped. The funny thing to me was is Michelle and I were talking about it watching when when AP lapped uh, Tomac. Tomac latched onto him, and at one point I was like, "Does Tomac just go ahead and?" Because he was, he was faster than him. I thought, I thought Tomac was going to fight back because he did not want to be a lap down. No, that's that's kind of what it looked like. Is he's going to take his lap back? Well, I thought he wanted it back because he wanted to go get Sexton. Yeah, and then they ended up catching Sexton because I really thought like Tomac is actually going pretty good now. Like he's right behind the leader. Yeah, and it, so, there were times I was like. Dude, that eighth and ninth, that's I know it's only a point, but that point may come back at some point here to be important. Yeah, and I think at one point AP looked back and I'm thinking that he thought that was Cooper Webb. Because uh, you couldn't you couldn't see the number plate yeah. really. So I think he, he did that, that quick look back to see who that was and he kinda got on it a little bit harder. Yeah. Um he was trying to maintain and it looked like he then he at that point he tried to get that gap a little bit. But once but, once AP got the lead after Roxon's, as Ricky said, it was a it was an unforced error. I don't know. I mean, yes, I guess those are unforced errors, but dude, the, the stuff started hardening up, and, and if he just slipped a quarter inch, he, he's yeah, and get, getting out of that rut just yeah. a little bit is enough to cross rut you. So, yes, it probably was an unforced error, but all of a sudden, AP's got a a decent lead, seven seconds at one point. Yeah, no, he was on rails and happy happy as a kite i mean he was out of this world excited the entire you could tell in his riding like i I couldn't imagine what was going on underneath that helmet had he had a mic it would have been intense but um but the silent assassin is just what he is yeah he's like a freaking ninja he just he's just creeping yeah he was coming up and making it happen you know jet and anderson got into each other a little bit during the race there was a it wasn't that that was not a big pass. No. And you know, Anderson was holding him off well like a racer should. Well, they were 4th and 5th. Well, I, I you shouldn't let him by. No. No. I mean, if there's <laughs> you're in the big boy class. You, you know, Jets good and Jets the hype of the media, but you're racing. This is your job. Yeah. You know, people are you guys are racing. You you're not better than him. He's not better than you. It's you're you're all pro. You're racing for the same reason. So, I obviously there was the confrontation at the end of the race. Don't know what it was about. I don't know. I, you know, there's rumors that he was mad because Anderson was holding him up. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Like that is part of racing. And if he wasn't if he wasn't cross jumping you, if he was riding a wide bike and blocking lines, that is his job. Yeah, to to hold you off. And when the pass was made, like the contact wasn't... No, it wasn't a big contact. It wasn't like something out of this world where there sh- should have been fists thrown and yeah. helmet grabbing. and yeah. So I don't know if there's a, a deeper a deeper story behind that, but I don't know where. You know, there was, yeah, because they haven't been around each other. No, so I, I really don't know. Um, but yeah, this, I was waiting to see the gloves come off and 
the typical punching of the helmets, which never, never made sense to me that some of these riders get all mad and then punch each other in the helmets. Well, as I said, as I said in our little TikTok thing, Jet's here holding on to that. Like, hey, I want to talk to you. Like, I want to talk to you. And then, like, he, I think, like, it looked like Anderson was trying to, like, ah, I'm done. And, and then Sex, or uh, uh, Lawrence was like, no. And Anderson was just like, let me show you how this actually yeah, just shook, <laughs> like, it shook just, the bloody hell out of and him. And like Michelle said, Jet did wrong by touching him. Jason could have hurt him. Like, Jet wasn't going to hurt him because he was just holding him like, hey, I want to. Yeah. Jason, but we don't know what was being said yeah. either. But Jason was like, I want to take your neck off. Yeah. <laughs> well, Anderson's not one that you mess with when it comes to that stuff. He doesn't play around. Yeah. He's going to be the first one to throw down if he needs to. And the best thing about that whole video is that AP is celebrating. There are people hugging, stopping, celebrating with oh, him. Oh, yeah. Patting him on the back. Barsha's taking It's all off in the background. And, and they're in the background, like, going at it. And it's yeah. like, that's the best. That is, I hope Moto Memes or somebody makes a, you know, are you paying attention to what your kids are doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. Type thing. Like, Have you checked on your kids lately? Because they're literally like, they're celebrating, hugging, talking. Oh my god, I can't believe it. it's like when Dale. It's like when Dale Earnhardt won the five hundred, and every team came out to like congratulate him. AP's like every rider's like, "Hey man, great job! I'm so proud of you. You finally yeah, got." Except it for those two. Except, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like going at it. In the it's background. a match in the back, but no. Hats off to AP. He deserved that win, and to get a red plate for the first time in his career on the same night he gets a win, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I think the momentum's going to carry for him. Do you, though? Do you? He's he's riding well. Okay. I mean, he's not having a really a bad position. What's he, what's he get? A fourth? He, the yeah. win. Yeah. And then he hasn't finished out of the top five, I don't think. I don't think so. And I think you're, you're not... My take is, I think it was a better night for Cooper Webb. Oh, most definitely. I don't think that AP's going to come out and win them all. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think but, AP can win them as... Cons- Gosh, I hate... It's it's dumb being a, a pundit sitting here saying stuff as a freaking guy who can't couldn't roll a set of whoops. <laughs> but when you watch athletes, some people are that person. And he has not proven in the 450 class. Now, if he comes out and wins two more, finishes top three all year, guess what? I will say I'm wrong. Yeah, I think it was a great story. And then I think he goes back and starts finishing fourth and fifth. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm thinking his momentum is going to carry forward in his performance. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to stick with the championship. I think he's going to be a contender because he put himself in that position. He's put himself there. Yeah. So I think just the 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 sheer excitement for the, at least the next few races, you're going to see him the top four, top five, podium maybe. Um, he's just got that confidence i think uh after detroit last year he kind of lost a lot of confidence yeah. and um it's just been a building block since then um throwing that that race away on like literally like the last lap so he comes in here and just really dominates i mean michelle says like you hear the crowd when he's coming around he is he the crowd loves him and michelle yeah. says is there anybody that really dislikes him like he's no, he, he's such a he's such a nice kid, and you know we've met him. But do we like the shtick? Like, you know, three years ago he was not a cowboy. It's yeah, like, it's like all of a sudden it's... WWE said, "Hey, you're going to be the heel, 
uh, you're gonna wear the white hat. You're a good guy. But he makes it work. He's got a cattle ranch at home. Oh, I know. And, I know. He, you know, he's yeah. he's playing the part if if it's just the part. But, but he's but, such a cool kid. But I don't think anybody dislikes him. And if I'm wrong, and the, my whole point of that was, if I'm wrong, and he does actually turn over between himself, Jet, Tomax on the farewell tour, Chase Sexton, everybody still loves K- Cooper Webb. The he's got his own. Dude, we have a core group of guys that people are drawn to to come to the races. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. People were cheering. Even Will Christian said, I can barely hear while I'm doing the interview with yeah. him. Yeah, AP was doing his interview, and he's like, man, I heard the cheering, and it wasn't for me. So I was <laughs> trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> but but I think he's just a good guy. And I, I want to be wrong, but just watching athletes – there's a lot of people and he's won championships it's not that he's a average rider he's a very good rider but in the 450 class he has never been the guy so no. I think he had his moment and I don't know if he can back up that moment I don't know well, I guess we'll see what happens um, I do think the momentum is going to carry just a little bit it's going to help him out with just confidence okay. and um, yeah. at least he's been a top 5 contender all, all year it's only been a few races but um I really think this is probably is going to be his best year. It is so far. I mean, yeah. if you look at his motocross stuff at the end of the year, he was kind of one of those guys, although they were getting destroyed by Chase and Jet, yeah. that he was one of those guys with the Dylan Ferrandez. Yeah, season. you had to separate those two and yeah. then look at the next one through three yeah. or one yeah. through so five. He's having a good run, and I'm not going to turn myself around and change my thoughts. I just I would love to be wrong. But just looking at, it's so hard to do at one time. Yeah. And we saw what happened last year when he failed. He took him a while to recover from that. Now he's done it one time. Can he now do it again? Yeah. So I think I'm with you. I think the consistency is there for the top fives, maybe some podiums. But I just don't know if we if he's a true championship guy. That being said, <laughs> if all these yahoos keep doing what they're doing, he's going to stay there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a whirlwind of a season already. Sexton and... Web, I mean, what do you, what's your take on that? Because I, you know, we, we've already had this this little discussion. Um, I only saw two camera angles. I still think Plessinger had the win. When you know, when it when it boils down to it, I think Webb was coming up quickly. Yeah. But I I think AP had it figured out. You know, AP wasn't under pressure. Yeah. He, he was managing at that point. I I think he had the rhythm down well. Where Cooper Webb was driving. And um, I'm not saying that Cooper Webb doesn't do good under pressure because he sure yeah. shit does. But I I think that just the pressure probably would have held Webb off enough that, and then the confidence in AP uh, and they're really good buddies, which wouldn't have, would not have stopped that pass. No, no, you know <laughs> we're talking money, but he could have named his kid after him. exactly. Yeah, it. it's it, that wasn't going to change the outcome of it. But yeah. I I still think uh, AP had it, but um. I'm still trying to figure out if the Sexton could have moved out of the way. I, I, I but he hard... did. He did. He went yeah. by going into the corner, and it looked like, and which was kind of on Webb. He could have went a little bit lower and got out of the way. He would have been in the slippier stuff and put himself in a position. But you can kind of see where Chase almost gets cross rutted and comes into him. Chase was on the outside. Now, could Chase have just stopped and said, you go on, you have the race? Yes. But I will say, trying to stop in a berm, 
is not the easiest thing yeah. in the world. And it Chase did, wasn't behind him and then like went into him. Chase was still ahead of him. Yeah, by a lot. And he rolled that corner. Surely he knew it was him, but still, like you, Chase isn't the guy that's gonna bump into you on purpose so AP can win. And I don't. And I've I've heard both sides. People say Chase should have just rolled out. Chase should have stopped. Chase should have done this. By the way, Chase should have wanted Cooper to win because he would have then maintained the red plate. Yeah. He's now not the red plate holder because. Cooper didn't win. Yeah, there's so much speculation, and it's to me, it wasn't on purpose. No, it was definitely a bobble on Sexton, which then you get Webb out there giving him giving the number one the number one back. Because let's say he bobbles and they both go down. Now he finishes ninth or tenth. Yeah, because Tomac wasn't far behind him. So if he falls, now he loses another position. Yeah. So. I, I think those top guys, I don't care who, until you get to Jason Anderson, no one's taking each other out. No. No, there's there's no racing like that between most of those no. guys, you know, unless it's accidental or, you know, a little bit of grudge from a previous part of the race, but there wasn't yeah. any of that. So I do think it was totally coincidental and it was an accident. It was just bad timing. Honestly, yeah. it was just bad timing. And it, it did not screw Webb out of the race it, at all. There's no way that I don't think the race would have had any other outcome than what it did. And I don't know. I don't know because I just felt like Webb was on it. He was on He it. was. I mean, it. maybe it could have been a little bit different. I don't know. Okay, but, what, what did the, what, his bobble, his own bobble, did that happen before he passed Sexton or after he passed Sexton? When he uh, bobbled. Um, I can't. I cannot remember. I I think it was right after, because going into that turn, right. So they they passed on the on the left hander and then the went through the section going into the right hander. I thought it was right because he bobbled. That bobble is what you really need to look at. Yes, there was a problem, but as soon as he passed him, he got on his business and went on. Yeah. But whatever that bobble, that bobble took momentum away. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I just I, you, I, I want to believe my polyanist, polyanistic world. I want to believe that Sexton would not have done that on purpose because he doesn't even know AP really as a teammate yet. They don't train together. No. So I don't think and and it's money out of his pocket to not be the red plate holder. Yeah, I mean they they see each other on the weekends. Yeah, yeah type of deal. Yeah, Weekend so. buddies, but. It is what it is. You know, it's over with. Happy for AP. He got... It's going to be a great talking point this week. Yeah, he got his win. I mean, you're going to hear all kinds of it. There'll be more TikTok videos yeah. all week sing. long. He used to sing. Do you remember when he used to get on and sing on either TikTok or Snapchat? AP. Yeah. Yeah. Not Sexton. Yeah. I was going to say, I, if no. we're talking about Sexton, i never seen that. But no. yeah, AP, yes. Yeah. So. so... But no, I, the racing actually was fun this weekend it was good there there and not because ap won i think the feel good story of the night is ap winning finally gets his win but there were still lots of crashes lots of good racing yeah um the battles the drama it was uh it was quite the the tv show this weekend and i i enjoyed it it was much more enjoyable than san francisco yeah yeah that wasn't even fun to watch like it was we 
we all, including the riders, and not putting words in anybody's mouth, but everybody wanted that night over. And um, I got one more side note. I think quietly, you know who's having a really nice year? Dylan Ferrandez. Yeah, yeah, very quietly. Very quiet, under kind of understated, just, just rolling through. Yeah, it's definitely better than the the star racing Yamaha that he was on before. Yeah. So, I I think he's going to do well this year. Quietly, yeah. I mean, there's there's not a lot of talk about him. I don't see a, a win coming out of him, but um, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. It has to be probably have to be a perfect night, and then not so perfect night for some other guys. Yeah. But, but he, but he is just rolling along, consistently putting himself in good positions for the end of the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes with him. So that was San Diego. We went north. We went south. We're going just a little bit north. I hope they get through this weather because, man, it would be nice to have a, a, a normal supercross. I hear, I saw more comments that supercross is supposed to be indoors. Not, Dude, it's motorcycle racing, man. It's stadium racing, not indoor racing. Yeah, it, it <laughs> is what it is. They played a freaking football game in a snowstorm. Yep. Like, it's okay. We, we can do this. It is what it is. It's... It's part of racing. It's part of the elements. I mean, yeah. um, the unknown is what motocross is. So. But uh, I thought it was fun. I'm looking forward to Anaheim. Um, it's going to be a, a, a it's going to be a bang 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 weekend because that triple crown stuff. It feels like it just kind of comes at you. Yep. Uh, so if you play fantasy, you'll know how to pick your team before the night even starts. And uh, man, it's you know it takes two really good motos. To have a good night. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Triple Crowns. I think that's where my traditionalists come in. I know you like them. Depends. I mean, I, I am excited for this one. So, um, they do get... Too many of them gets a little... Yeah. I'm glad they only do three. But um, I typically do like just the different the different aspect of them. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see. It's Anaheim, and it's going to be Anaheim. So, we know how that dirt's going to play out. I'm sure they've... Had it covered, I'm sure they've done monster trucks there. I'm sure it's yep. going to be a little different. But uh, this has been episode 40. We are uh, creeping our way up to 50. And um, that is Derek Schaefer, DBS Custom Fabrication and Handyman Services. Oh, by the way, before we go, you've been riding. Not you. Your family's been riding. Yeah, getting some training in. Bought yeah. some new bikes. So um, our season's creeping up quickly. Yeah. Um, pretty excited for it. no new news yet so that's okay it's no new news but it's coming the bikes have been buzzing yeah i can't say the bikes have been they've been buzzing. Ah, some of them have we still got the 50s okay. And okay so but mainly taking the e-bikes by, by storm and um i'm excited to see where the season's gonna go i had two brothers fighting it out last night on the track so um been i've been waiting for this moment so we'll we'll see how this season goes and um, i think it's gonna be a good one awesome well, for Derek Schaefer with uh, DBS Handyman Services and Custom Fabrication, I am Trey Heath with Michelle and Trey Real Estate. This is Beyond the Curve, the MX Pod, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.